This is Faster Forward from Northern Trust Asset Servicing, where we explore stories, insights, and lessons learned from leaders and innovators that are driving transformation across their industries. This is Faster Forward for Northern Trust Asset Servicing, where we explore stories, insights, and lessons learned from leaders and innovators who are driving transformation across their industries. Today with us, we have Melanie Pickett, an executive vice president and head of Asset Owners Americas at Northern Trust. She will discuss the impact of trends influencing asset owners today and how she is helping move her organization faster forward. I'm Patrice Sikora. Melanie, first, thank you so much for being here today. And I'd really love to start by learning more about your background, your professional journey, and how you came into your current position at Northern Trust. Sure. Thanks, Patrice. Happy to be here. I have an interesting journey, I think, in coming to Northern Trust in that I was a client for many years before I joined as a partner. So prior to joining, I was the chief operating officer of a large university endowment, Emory University, where we managed and oversaw the assets of both Emory University as well as Emory Healthcare. I joined Northern in 2017, having been a client for a number of years and was responsible for creating really a new line of business to meet the needs of the more complex asset owners and asset allocators that the bank services. So in doing so, I started off by acquiring a small fintech called Parallax Investment Technology, helping Northern build our first cloud-native software business. And eventually in 2019, we launched Northern Trust Front Office Solutions, which is a team of experienced professionals and a set of technology solutions for asset owners and asset allocators with very complex portfolios and data challenges. That business now has about three dozen clients across $450 billion of assets. So exceptionally proud of that. But earlier this year, I took a new role. And my new role is that I oversee the entire asset owner segment in the Americas for Northern Trust. That means that I am responsible for directing the firm's strategy, the growth plans, the delivery of all the products and services for asset owners and asset allocators. And if you don't know what that means, that's corporations, insurance companies, pensions, public funds, our not-for-profit endowments and foundations, healthcare institutions, all of the asset owners uh, across both the U.S. and Canada. So you've got the perfect background for that. Coming from Emory. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I've spent my entire career in the asset owner space prior to joining Emory. In fact, I worked in the family office and private wealth management space at Morgan Stanley. So that definitely has, you know, started to inform how I how I see us growing and transforming in the future, just based on having had that lens as a client. We really want to build solutions that are for asset owners by asset owners. And so having that background has been really helpful. So talk to me about data. Why is that so important? Yeah, it's incredibly important for asset owners. And part of that really is, you know, how they can make the best decisions possible and how we can make them as efficient as possible. So if you think about the asset owners that I'm referring to, they've got typically in-house investment teams managing very complex multi-strategy portfolios. And the amount of information that they receive from market data research sources, their investment managers, both prospective and current investment managers from their stakeholders. There's a great deal of data that has to be curated and, and integrated into their decision-making. And so I usually talk about the fact that asset owners have really four you know, questions they're trying to answer on a daily basis. What do I want to own in the portfolio? So that you know, is how do I want to construct the asset allocation in the portfolio? 
What types of returns am I trying to achieve for my institution? How much risk am I willing to take? And that usually results in a set of positions or intended exposures that they want to buy or express through their investment portfolio. So once they have you know, a set of reference portfolios or information about what they want to own, then they need to understand what do they actually own in their portfolio. And this process can be very difficult to understand the exposure of their portfolio because they're typically expressing their investments through a number of different investment managers, sometimes hundreds, and usually through a significant concentration of alternative investments, which can sometimes be not very transparent um, with respect to what's in the portfolios. So if you think about a current challenge like ESG, you know, just understanding what is being held and being traded by all of their investment managers and ensuring that that, you know, aligns with what their stakeholders and what their institution is trying to achieve is, is sometimes a very difficult process. The third question is really, what do I want to own? What do I actually own? How's that working out? And so performance is another area where our asset owner clients are doing a ton of work to try to understand, are the managers that they've hired actually providing alpha or or value add to their portfolio? And how much are they paying for that? And is that commensurate with the risk that they're taking and the performance that they're achieving? And so performance analysis is very detailed um, and certainly a demand across our client base. And then the final question, what do I want to own? What do I actually own? How's that working out for me? And what do I want to do next? And so we are building tools and providing our clients the ability to really analyze the efficacy of the managers that they're selecting, the impact of all of their portfolio decisions on the liquidity of their institution and the liquidity of their portfolio, and then providing them with tools now that allow them to do some stress testing, some scenario planning to really sort of understand not only, you know, how are the assets in my portfolio performing, but what might I do next to enable, you know, more effective, more uh, efficient decisions. They're becoming more sophisticated than investors. Is yes. this a challenge? Is this a challenge for you? So yes, our clients are becoming increasingly more complex in the way that they manage their portfolios. And as a core service provider for them, we have to keep up with that. So you know what we've been focused on over the last few years at Northern Trust with respect to our strategy is making sure that we can add value to their investment decisions and add value to um, their front and middle office above and beyond what we typically have done in terms of safekeeping or custody. All right. So they are becoming more powerful. Talk to me more about that. How are they yes. doing this? These are you know, the world's largest, most sophisticated investors, and they're coming together in ways that they had not typically come together before. One thing that we're seeing across the globe is pension consolidation that allows smaller pensions to achieve more scale and better investment opportunities by banding together and really consolidating uh, entities so that they can reduce their cost and, and maximize you know, the types of investment opportunities that they have. We see clients, you know, applying uh, pressure together to focus on core values that are important to them. So we have a number of clients at Northern Trust who've created uh, what's known as IADEI, which is Institutional Allocators for Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. And they are out doing an incredible body of work around trying to find managers, emerging managers who are excelling, you know, and who have a diverse composition Uh, that can be supported and nurtured and invested in by more and more asset owners. We see it in the area of data analytics and insights, where we have clients who are banding together with certain platforms, particularly in the ESG space. I can think of a couple of companies where the advisory board, the people really driving the agenda of the company are um, our clients, where they're trying to obtain better and more accurate information. And they're able to do that when they're 
when they're together as a, as a consortium. And when they are together, they're more, uh, the more sophisticated investors now coming together, as you're saying, they're, they want the information, they want the data, but tell me, how is it really benefiting them? Right. So it's really down to managing risk and improving their performance. And so being able to apply more leverage in the industry and being able to get the information that they need from their general partners, from their investment managers, helps them oversee their portfolios better, helps them make better investment decisions. So back to those basic four questions that most of our clients are trying to answer, they've been very difficult to answer those very simple questions over the last um, few decades because service providers have not had the tools available and the investment managers have often not provided the information required to feed those analytics tools. We're changing or we're seeing a change in both fronts. So now certainly our clients have many service providers available to them, many software options available to them. They no longer have to build these systems themselves. Um, and more importantly, there are more outsourced solutions so that clients can have help really managing the data into those software solutions. So at Northern Trust, we provide both you know, software that helps from a portfolio management data and analytics perspective, but we also have a team of really experienced, dedicated professionals who understand alternatives, understand the data and analytics challenges of our clients, and they're able to help our clients run that software in-house. Now, you mentioned ESG. Why is transparency so important there? Yeah, I mean, again, you know, back to the structure of these portfolios, they are often holding commingled funds, ETFs, they're holding alternative investments, whether it be private equity or hedge funds. And so before you can analyze, you know, what types of um, ESG factors or risk you might have in the portfolio, you need to know what's in the portfolio. And so sometimes general partners and managers have been resistant to providing that transparency. But I think perhaps even more of a focus right now is that there have not been data models or constructs created yet to really measure ESG on private companies. And many of our clients have large exposure to private companies. And so when you think about public markets, stocks and bonds, it's very easy to get information from an ESG perspective, but it's much more difficult on private companies. That data is not readily available and it's not standard in the sense that you might view a real estate company or a private equity firm very differently from the way that you might measure how an oil and gas or energy focused private equity for firm is performing on respect. I think the other thing is that each of our asset owners are still trying to figure out what's important to them and their institution. And so some are very climate focused, others are very DE&I focused, um, yet others may be focused on specific topics or themes like water sustainability or healthcare outcomes for children across the country. They each kind of have their own focus just based on the mission of their institution. And so for us as a service provider, what we have to do is design systems that are um, customizable and, and can help each client get the analytics and the data that they're looking for, but understanding that that maybe very different institution to institution. And how long does it take to build a database like this? <laughs> you know, we've been, we've been at it for a number of years and it requires continued investment. We, you know, think that because the clients are all very different, we went in knowing that we needed to build something that was extremely customizable, setting a standard data model in front of each of these clients that has a different investment process, a different mission, a different way of thinking about their portfolio construction, that was not going to work. That was not going to be what they, they needed. And so I, you know, happened to spend time at an, an endowment that was incredibly 
um, thoughtful and complex in the way that they constructed their portfolio. And so having that kind of background has helped me understand that we have to build we have to build mass customization, if you will. We have to make sure that that our systems can speak the language of our clients. We're not forcing them to speak our language. Are you talking data warehousing? That's part of it. You know, I think uh, data warehousing is something that you know every client has a need to aggregate and pull together a number of different disparate types of data and documents and, and other things that they're trying to track. Some of our clients have gone down very long and expensive roads on a data warehousing perspective, and certainly the technology is changing quite a bit. We are partnering uh, with a number of different providers in helping our clients with these challenges. Most importantly, and lately, has been our utilization of a technology called Snowflake, which allows us to share data very easily with clients and federate that data out in a way that makes it easy for them to consume from multiple different sources or providers at once. But we're constantly on a journey to make sure that we can make data availability really easy for our clients. But more importantly than data availability in a data warehouse is the quality of the data. And that's something that requires um, significant investment in our people. And the, the ability to understand it, to parse it. That's right. <laughs> so you can collect as much data as you want, actually turning it into actionable insights and turning it into analytics that matter with respect to how you're making investment decisions. That's an entirely different challenge. All right, Melanie, I know we're up against the clock for you. You're a busy person. Uh, any final thoughts, though, on, on how asset owners can continue to create a more powerful role for themselves and move the industry faster forward? Yeah, I think they're coming into the spotlight on their own in a really incredible way. If you think about these investors, as I mentioned, it's not-for-profit institutions, it's family offices with incredible philanthropic missions, it's public pensions, certainly you know, stewarding the assets of millions of public and civil servants. And so the importance of these investors, the missions that they're on, you know, their, their capital, their capital base, which is tremendous, is something that we are really proud of. And we are excited to help our clients nurture and empower their investment objectives even more. I am the daughter of, of two public pensioners. I went to college on a college scholarship. Family members benefited greatly from, you know, incredible advances in medical research. These clients are incredibly important to me personally. I'm here because of asset owners. Asset managers are here. The whole industry exists because of these clients and their pools of capital. And so as we empower them with better tools, better services, and help them make better investment decisions, it's just going to make the entire industry better at large. Thanks so much, Melanie. Thank, Thank you for you. your insights into data, data analytics, their impact on asset owners, and most of all, your time. And thank you for listening to Faster Forward from Northern Trust Asset Servicing. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Subscribe to Faster Forward from your favorite podcast app to be automatically notified of new episodes. This audio podcast is being provided for informational and educational purposes only and is not meant to be taken as investment advice or a recommendation of any specific investment product or strategy. The information does not take your financial situation, investment objective, or risk tolerance into consideration. Listeners, including professionals, should under no circumstances rely upon this information as a substitute for their own research or for obtaining specific legal, investment, accounting, or tax advice from their own counsel. Northern Trust Corporation, head office 50 South LaSalle Street, Chicago, Illinois, 60603. USA Incorporated with limited liability in the U.S.